Hey, what's up, guys? It's Paul Harkner. I want to start this show off by talking about a new sponsor. That's right, we are pleased to partner with Quackenbush Hardware of Geneva, New York. You guys might know Brett Hoover, who's been a longtime crew guy for several different teams in our region, including Jeff Quackenbush, Bruce DeWick, Joe Trenka, and most recently, the 2019 Empire Super Sprints champion, Paul Ecola Giovanni. Over the winter, Brent took ownership of Quackenbush Hardware to carry on the long, rich tradition of this Finger Lakes hardware store. They offer a wide array of products and services such as Woodmaster furnaces and seamless gutters. To see their full list of products and services, you can visit quackenbushhardware.com. We want to thank Brent and Jerry Hoover for their support of PSD Weekly, the official podcast of the Patriot Sprint Tour. All right, let's go. Well, once again, race fans, Paul Harkner voice of the Patriot Sprint Tour, ready to welcome you guys on to episode 12 of a PST Weekly, the official podcast series of the Patriot Sprint Tour and the Northeast's only podcast series for the 360 Sprint Cars. Uh, another uh, good show in store of us for this week. Brett Wright joins us and he talks about his time down in uh, the sunshine state of Florida, kind of an up and down season and what to look forward to for uh, 2021. So we were uh, really fortunate to get Brett on with us. I uh, came back uh, Back on Sunday, if you guys are listening to this this week, it's uh, the Sunday the 14th is when he actually arrived back. Um, so, pretty exciting finish to the Daytona 500 as well. Uh, Mike McDowell picking up that win uh, here on the East Coast, though. It was 12.30 a.m. when that race finally uh, uh, finished up. And so, uh, unfortunately, no really 410 sprint car racing this past weekend, uh, thanks to uh, Mother Nature and then the 360 sprint cars, where many of us were tuned in for some of our drivers here in the region, uh, hoping to lock themselves into the East Bay Winter Nationals, which was supposed to uh, happen Saturday night. Unfortunately, rain uh, ruined that entire weekend, but they were able to get into get two nights of racing on uh, Thursday and Friday. But even the weekend before that, a lot of our guys actually raced at Hendry County Motorsports Park, which is also down in Florida. Uh, night one went to uh, Todd Gracie. Todd, we uh, see him race with us primarily at Seamless Grove Speedway. Uh, I know he came up and raced with us at uh, Land of Legends for the New York Nationals. And sometimes we see him come up here, a long-time sprint car driver. Uh, Todd Gracie's been doing this a very long time, long-time URC sprint car driver, as well as some 410s uh, in central Pennsylvania. And, primarily focused there in the 360 sprint car ranks now and uh, we see him occasionally uh, mark smith uh, finishes p2 and then brett wright and db frannick finishing p8 and p10 respectively so a uh, good showing for some of our drivers up here in the northeast there for night number one and then round number two mark smith actually finished picked up the win uh there in night two there at hendry county motorsports park uh paulie Cole giovanni finished uh, p5 there and uh db frannick finished in eighth and then brett wright I uh, finished in 20th. And then we go into that following weekend. So this is Thursday night. Um, Dan Martin from Sarasota, Florida was actually the winner. Uh, and but However, Mark Smith, though, finished fourth. Brett Wright, good run for him, uh, finishing seventh. Uh, Davey Frannick, 14th. Pauly Cole Giovanni uh, finishing in position number 20. So there, that was for night one. Really stout field um, if you guys look at the race results. Uh, a lot of good... A lot of good drivers, a lot of guys that actually raced four tens primarily. They uh, went and raced uh, in the three sixties. Uh, Tim Schaefer, who actually won there at night number two. So, uh, as many people that do not know, uh, Tim Schaefer now driving for Mike Hefner, the Hefner Enterprises uh, ride, and many people know Mike Hefner is now the owner of Sealands Grove. Uh, he's had a lot of couple drivers uh, 
in that card. Darren Pittman finished up the season last year. Ryan Smith was in it. So we might see Tim Schaefer at a PST ride, uh, exactly in a PST race, I should say, uh, when the Patriot Sprint Tour goes down to Sealance Grove in May and June. So Tim Schaefer picked up the win on there in night number two. Uh, Mark Smith uh, came right behind him, finished in that runner-up spot. Uh, Paulie Cole Giovanni, P12. Uh, Denny Peebles. Many people know Denny Peebles uh, up here from Loma, New York. Dash winner last season, as well as a podium finisher. Uh, at Penn Can, uh, finishing in position number 13. Davey Frannick, position number 16. Robbie Stillwagon from Burlington, New Jersey, uh, finishing in position number 20. And then Brett Wright uh, had a DNF. Uh, he got in a little bit of an incident there on lap number 15, there on night number two. And we'll talk about that with Brett, who is our this week's special guest on episode 12 of PST Weekly. Really cool interview with Brett Wright, uh, kind of talking about his progression of a sprint car driver. Uh, we talk about this so often about hearing about these guys who are second-generation stars, their dads racing in a sportsman or a modified, and however their sons are racing the sprint cars. And Brett is actually one of those guys. Brett actually did both, uh, starting in a sportsman, primarily racing at Albany, Saratoga, and Lebanon Valley. And so uh, seeing Brett now in a sprint car the last four years, and you're really starting to see Brett really get comfortable in a sprint car. Uh, we talk about the ending of last season, uh, finishing up on the podium, and then also running actually fairly well, just being in some unfortunate incidents down there in Florida. Um, so really good interview with Brett. And so without further ado, let's move into this week's special guest, Brett Wright. Joining us on the phone this week, uh, he spent the last week or so uh, racing down south at uh, Hendry, Mo- Hendry Motorsports Park as well as East Bay Raceway Park. Uh, Brett Wright uh, joins us this week on PST Weekly. Uh, Brett, uh Hope you enjoyed your time in Florida, but unfortunately, you're uh, back up here in New York with the snow. Yeah, no, Florida, it was uh, great weather. Uh, we had a good time down there, had some good runs. Yeah, it, you know, kind of just talk us about through what the entire week was like. Uh, you know, you had a couple solid runs, uh, especially at East Bay with the top 10, but is there really anything that you can kind of take from, you know, racing down there and kind of using it for this season? things of what we like to do and uh, like how I like having the car. Um, we're definitely going to be looking into some other options with some, trying some new stuff out this year. Um, but the big takeaway was uh, uh, everything, you know, everything's going good. Uh, the car, car's handling good. We, uh, we're trying, we moved the front axle ahead a little bit, made the car in 88. And, uh, I, it actually handled a lot better, so hopefully it'll handle better on these flicker tracks up here. Yeah, is when you race down though at Hendry as well as East Base, do those tracks compare at all down here as far as from track conditions or configuration? Does it, I guess, remind you of any tracks up here north? Um, all right, the tracks down there they uh, they have a lot more bite. They're more of a uh, wide open type of deal racetracks. Where back up home, we're uh, we pedal in a lot more, you know what I mean? The tracks, uh, they're a little bit slicker, but down there you can actually get a curb going, and uh, it, it, uh, it's more faster down there, I guess you'd say, more faster pace. Yeah. Talk about, though, the competition of drivers that you're going up against, too, which was, you know, pretty stout. You know, obviously, uh, uh, Tim Schaefer was down there, the McCarl family, Mark Smith, who's obviously really stout up here, but... Um, 
you know, what was it like racing though that type of competition compared to up here? I was definitely uh, made me nervous. You know, we uh, there was Greg Wilson. He was, uh, I think, he was a part the uh, All Star champion at one point. Yeah. Uh, you know, so like racing with guys like that, you know, it would uh, really it, it did make me nervous. But you know, we uh, I knew we had a fast car. We uh, car was handling really well. We had uh, Mike Van Dusen helping us out down there, and uh, that really makes a big difference. You know. Mhm. Yeah, and. Uh... You know, finishing in the top ten though, one of those nights though, uh, and then kind of what what did happen though the night after though, where you did have a DNF. Uh, you know, we started uh, outside pole. We had a fast car. Um, the car just there wasn't really much coming out of the top of two at uh, Clewiston, and um, and I kept getting beat. I kept seeing Greg Wilson pulling up alongside me, coming out of two, and uh, I knew I was beating him out of four. So coming down the front stretch, I tried to get to the bottom, but like I just had I just had a feeling that he was right there. And I didn't want to chop his nose off, and uh, I went right down into the middle of the corner, and uh, I hit the brake too hard, and it kind of lifted the right rear and got the car real loose and to the point of no return. Sure, here. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else though? You know, you talk about that one situation. You know, of your entire week though. Was there any other instances though that you kind of wish you could have back though that? you might have been able to come out with a better, I guess, a better night out? Yeah, um, at, at East Bay, we were having a little bit of a stumble problem with the motor. And same thing, we were fighting it at Chulston, too, so my restarts weren't really the best. You know, uh, in the one heat race at Chulston, we got beat right off the line. And uh, kind of made it tough there, just getting restarts down. But uh, we actually fixed it for the last night at, uh, that we ran at East Bay. But then we had a uh, overheating problem. So at so at East Bay, we didn't uh, the last night we didn't finish the race. We were running. I think it was, I think we were third or fourth running for. Uh, I think there was ten laps to go. When uh, I was trying to get through lap traffic and I was underneath the lap car, and uh, I was just losing power each lap for some reason. It kept just wouldn't pull. So coming down the back stretch, I uh, looked down at my temperature gauge and it was at two sixty. <laughs> and then the lap car that we were that I was trying to pass. Kind of trapped my nose going in, and uh, got the car real loose and spun it right around. Yeah, so I mean, so is there? How would you grade though your time down south? Is you know, it sounds like though you had a fast car and the car was good, which I guess in a way though, does that give you a lot of confidence heading into 2021? Even though there might have been some results though that you were kind of wish you could get back. Oh yeah, you know we um, we we are leaving the points. After the first night down at East Bay, we had the points lead for uh, passing points and everything, and uh, that actually gave me like real good confidence going into the next day. You know, uh, we knew we had a fast car, just the motor just didn't. We, we've been having motor issues with this motor, and uh, we ended up pulling it out after the race Saturday or uh, Friday night. We ended up pulling the motor out and uh, to get ready for Sunday, but yeah, we just been fighting this motor problem, and I feel like that's. Uh, that's kind of been what's holding us back a little bit. You know, the car's been handling good. Uh, it's been fast, but it's just, it just seems like it just doesn't have that power. It should, you know? Yeah, and so I guess, you know, we see, we've seen a lot of drivers go down south in February, you know, from this region. Um, how much of an advantage do you think that gives you prior to our, you know, April, May start that we have up here? Um, you know, or when you take basically the entire month of March off, um, does it 
does it really not make up a difference though of you know starting this early and then taking a month off and then we're back into May or do you really think you have a really good idea of what your what you can do as a race car driver in 2021? Uh, I definitely noticed some different changes. Um, uh, racing down there with the with the tracks being so grippy, I definitely felt like you know I need to get in a little bit better shape. You know, uh, kind of, uh, kind of hard to explain to me. It's uh, I feel like we're gonna have a good 2021 year if we get it if it gets going. You know, we can race this year hopefully, but. Uh, I know there's definitely a couple of things I need to change. It's just a driver of what I should have done better down there that I can, I'm going to take up here and, and try to apply so we can have better results on the slicker track. Yeah, but uh, I think uh, I think the program that we got versus like setup-wise and everything, we uh, after four years, we're start, finally starting to figure out what what I like and what I what I want in, in the car and what I want out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, just even going back to 2020, bro, I know we only got a handful of starts in with uh, PST, um, going to Sealance Grove, Land of Legends, and then two races at Penn Can. Uh, you ended the season with a podium finish at Penn Can. Uh, is there anything that you can take from 2020, even though uh, we really didn't get that much racing in? Um, not too much, because we, you know, just like you said, we didn't get much racing in, but... Um uh, we, we're just we're slowly learning more and more, you know. We're finding more and more stuff out. Definitely helping with uh, the chassis dyno stuff is helping with our restarts and taking off a lot better. And that's that's been the big thing is just my restarts, you know, getting down to where I can take off and be able to pass a couple cars, you know, and not stumble, you know, just be able to take off. You mentioned though this is your fourth season or going into your fifth season of uh, racing sprint cars. What exactly piqued your interest though, Brett? Because where you come from in the capital region, it's primarily you know crate sportsman, big block modified region though, and so you're kind of. I mean, there's a couple guys though there in the capital region that race sprint cars, but what I guess made you decide to make that transition a couple years ago? Yeah, I uh, I kind of wanted to race sprint cars. Uh, I- there was one time when uh, I was 15, we were thinking about, we were going from go-karts, we didn't know what we were going to race yet, and uh, I remember the Empire Super Sprints were over at Lebanon Valley, because I saw Kevin Ward Jr., a kid that I grew up racing go-karts with, and his dad was trying to talk me into uh, getting a sprint car and racing, and my dad just, my dad grew up on the modified stuff, you know, he, they grew up racing at Lebanon Valley, so that's what he knew, that's what he liked to do, and uh, we kind of just, we did that. You know, we, we raced sportsmen, then raced modifieds, and uh, we saw the sprint cars, and we got talking with Sean Donner and Brian, and Sean gave me the opportunity one time to drive the car, sprint car over at Lebanon Valley, and uh, drove it one time, and didn't want to go back after that. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, you talked about your dad grew up in, you know, the sportsmen and modifieds, and we, we actually see that a lot with, you know, now their dads raced modifieds or sportsmen, and now we're working on sprint cars, though, and truth be told, though, those dads, they might know how to work on a race car, but they might not necessarily be able to give you that vice for driving, though. Um, you talked about the Dots, though. Was there anyone else, though, that kind of, I guess, was your mentor the last couple of years of, you know, learning how to race a sprint car? Uh, there's been a lot of guys, you know, racing with the Patriots and stuff. Everybody's like a big family. So everybody tries helping, you know, like giving you tips, giving you pointers. But not everything's gonna gonna work for us, you know. Like everybody's got their own way, so it's just 
kind of taking in everybody's uh, advice and everything and trying to put something together that actually that worked for me and worked, worked for our team. Yeah, um, you know, both schedules have kind of been out. There's a couple more races that are kind of trickling in, though. Is there a track, though, that you might not have been able to race at in 2020 that I guess you're looking forward to, the racing in 2021 up here? Is there, I know you've finished on the podium enough times, though, obviously you're still looking for that first sprint car win, though. Is there any other, I guess, goals that you kind of have jotted down or thought about putting into fruition, though, for 2021, Brett? Um, it's just my biggest goal for 2021, I think, is going to be just, like, consistency. I just want to, you know, we, we, either, we either finish a race or we don't, you know what I mean? It's, I really want to focus on finishing more more races, just consistent and consistent spots. You know, like, I want to be a consistent top-ten car. You know what I mean? I want to, when I show up there, I want people to know, like, he's going to be a top-ten car. He's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so and so, what do you think that, that needs to happen? Like, what needs to happen that night, Brett, um, for you to be that consistent top-ten driver? Uh, you know, what are you taking, though, and what are you seeing, though, from these other guys that do consistently do that? What do you think you still need to do? I feel like it just needs to be a routine. You know, I just need to get a routine down of what I what I do and what I, you know, and just kind of not break that routine and try to stay focused and don't let anything distract me while I'm there. It's just when I'm there, it's, it's go time, it's race time. And I can't, I just got to figure out a good game plan, just a good routine. All right, Brett, well, uh, thanks for your time this week. And uh, like I said, uh, kudos to you, though, for uh, making your trip down to Florida and having a, you know, a pretty decent time down there. But Hopefully, though, we can uh, see you and a lot of other sprint car teams, though, in uh, April. And, you know, hopefully with these tracks being opened up and we can do it with fans. And there's not a whole lot of you never know, like you've mentioned, though, going into 2021. Oh, yeah. It's, like, it's almost like a tease, you know. We got we got the itch. We got to go race. And then now we got to come back home. And now it's going to be a couple more months till we go, if we can even go, you know. It's just a little tease, you know, we got that little taste of, of racing, and then now it's like, now what? <laughs> yeah, well, all right, Brett, well, uh, thanks once again for uh, your time this week, and like I said, hopefully we can see you in the month of April. Thank you. Really good interview over there with uh, Brett Wright. Hey, race fans, just want to remind you that Mike Emhoff Motorsports is the official parts supplier of the Patriot Sprint Tour, where every PST-sanctioned event, you will find a fully stocked parts trailer so drivers can get the parts they need to keep them on the track and not sitting in the pits while a sprint car race is going on. Whether you race a 305, 360, or even a 410, Mike Emhoff will have the highest quality of products for your sprint car. To see his full list of inventory, please be sure to visit MikeMHoff.com. Hopefully we can uh, see Brett in uh, PST Victory Lane this season. Uh, like we mentioned, he uh, finished on the podium with us uh, at our last race, which is at Penn Can. And so uh, best of luck to him. And so kind of hearing his uh, view on getting the bugs out of the car early and then coming up here and kind of being a step ahead of a lot of other drivers. Uh, 
could definitely play benefit to him and well as some of these other drivers that definitely made the trip down to Florida, including Denny Peebles, uh, Paulie Cole Giovanni, as well as Davey Frank, uh, some of our guys here that race primarily with us with the Patriots Sprint Tour. Uh, so best of luck to all of them, and uh, thanks for representing a 360 sprint car racing uh, down south over the past week. Uh, as many of you guys might have known since the last time we launched our last episode, which was with Corey Turner, which was episode 11, we did release our Patriot Sprint Tour schedule for 2021. Uh, still a couple dates still pending, but uh, the comp- almost the complete schedule, for the most part, is out on our Patriot Sprint Tour website, as well as it's pinned at the top of our PST Facebook page, if uh, you guys are choosing it to view it that way. And so... Once again, the staple tracks like Outlaw, Land of Legends, Woodhull Raceway, uh, Seawinds Grove Speedway, they are all on there. Uh, really excited to get back uh, to Can-Am Speedway. It'll actually be my first ever time to uh, the very fast uh, half mile up there in uh, the northern country. And um, like I said, there could be a couple more tracks that we're adding uh, that um, could be announced within the next couple of weeks. You know, we're still working on a couple more weekends, a couple more dates. I know Mike is working uh really hard on putting together more races for the drivers to uh, also appeal to our marketing partners as well as I uh, trying to just get more racing for the drivers and catching up and making up to what was lost from uh, 2020. And so, so that'll do it for this week's episode of PST Weekly. Thank you once again. Uh, really happy to have our new sponsor on, uh, Quackenbush Hardware. So if you do see Brent Hoover, uh, congratulate him on his new endeavor and also support his business i know a lot of you guys have probably been sitting in the house all winter long and you might want some new remodeling done to your house or something in addition to uh so contact brent um you know and support those who support motorsports uh once again thanks to motorsports as well as curse blue media and cbp media and so for all the graphic work but Hopefully we'll see you guys next week. My name is Paul Harkin, the voice of the Patriots Sprint Tour, signing off for this week's episode of PST Weekly. Goodbye.